Well, we did it. I think it's been about 18 or 19 weeks since the gym's shut for COVID and the, the global pandemic. But we did it. We stayed strong. We lost some gains. We did what we could. But as of this weekend, the gyms are reopening after a long 19 weeks. So well done, everybody, for doing your bit, making sure we flatten the curve as what the government said. Not sure how that's quite worked out for them. But well done, we did it. Gyms open again from this weekend. Normality resumes back on the game train, as some would say. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Chatting Shit and Getting Fit with myself, Rick Eldridge. Now, it's been a little while since I've done a podcast. I've been busy doing vlogs, video logs. So I'm on YouTube now as Rick Eldridge. If you want to go check it out, I've got vlogs on there. Um, Learning about that, really. Podcasting is fairly straightforward. You plug a microphone into your laptop, you press record and you just talk nonsense for however long you want to talk nonsense for. Vlogging, a little bit different. You've got to carry a camera everywhere. You've got to have different um, accessories for the camera. You've got to make sure your lighting's good. You've got to get the right angles. You've got to edit it. You've got to make sure everything is good to go before you upload it. So I've been busy learning how to vlog, recording and releasing some vlogs. And that's been quite fun, actually, capturing... You get, you get to see different bits and bobs that you might miss in real time. But the only, the only shit thing with it is you spend your life looking into a camera or watching life through a camera. So it's not going to be a healthy thing to do too often. Hope we're all well. Hope we're all surviving. Uh, normality is resuming as much as possible, as we, as we all well know. Um, people back to work. Transport's running... The roads are still quiet, which is quite nice. Obviously, people are still working from home. And I was thinking about this. These companies, I think, are going to start making people work remotely or offering remote working as a thing going forward because they're going to realise they can hit the same targets, they can get everything done, the productivity levels are still there, but they haven't got to pay X amount, a million pound a year for rent for a building. So I'm thinking maybe going forward, these big corporate corporate companies are going to start remote working which is good for people in that in that industry you can work from home i if i was if i had high pressure job in a corporate world i probably couldn't work from home i'd get too distracted i'd be playing with a dog i'd end up baking something nothing would get done and i'd probably end up losing my job and be flipping burgers in mcdonald's for minimum wage but if you do that that's cool it's good to have a job well done what's been going on we have we've been on we had a holiday actually a couple of weekends ago now, we went to Weymouth for the weekend. We took my in-laws away. The whole family clubbed in and paid for my in-laws to go away to Weymouth for their, their birthdays. So we did that. Had a nice weekend away. Although, wouldn't recommend going away in the middle of a pandemic when there's still government guidelines because it sort of makes things that should be fun a little bit not fun. For example, we stayed at a place called Warmwell, which is Park Dean Resorts. And they have external high rope obstacle courses and all that the fun stuff, the trampolines outside for the kids. However, that was all shut. Um, the restaurant, I think this is what's, what's being called the new normal, which is fucking shit if it is the new normal because it's not fun for anyone. The restaurant, order your food. Do you know what, was, what struck me as odd? In fact, we had a good laugh about it. 
in the restaurant. The waitress came over and she said, I can only do the food order. I can't take your drinks orders because I'm under 18. We all sort of looked at each other. Now, as far as I'm aware, under 18s in bars and restaurants cannot make an alcoholic drink. They can't pull a pint and serve an alcoholic drink. But the last time I checked, they would be okay to write it down. Whether that's changed, I don't know. If any, if it has changed, let me know. But we just found it a bit funny that she'd take our food order but couldn't take our drinks order because she was under 18, which is a bit odd. So we ordered the food. Um, and you go, you go out to dinner and you expect to be um, waited on hand and foot. You order your food, you order your drinks. It all comes to the table nicely. But not now. You go to a restaurant now, what will happen is... Well, at least what happened to us anyway, is they popped up a little makeshift table somewhere in the vicinity of your table. You then had to get up, go get your dinner and take it back to your table, which I guess is good if you're if you're dieting or cutting. You can go and burn your calories walking to the, to the table to get your dinner. But if you go out for that whole experience of being weighted on hand and foot, wouldn't bother doing it. Same again with the drinks. They put a drinks tray and all the drinks down on the table. You've then got to help yourself to it, which is not a big deal. You know, I'm not a snob um, unless it comes to coffee. But I don't mind taking my own drink off the tray. It's okay. I don't mind doing that. However, they tell you they're not allowed to handle your glass. They can't handle your glass and pass it to you. They can't touch it and give it to you. But if you go to the bar and order a drink, they'll make it and and hand it to you. So um, it's a bit... It's a bit of a grey area, I would say, at the moment, with what's going on in the restaurants and stuff. Was super pissed off. I guess so much has happened since the last podcast. I was super, super pissed off that fast food restaurants, um, eating restaurants, cinemas, pubs, bars, clubs could all reopen, but gyms couldn't because gyms are too close proximity. But, you know, last time I checked, cinemas were too. I've... I've genuinely fallen on somebody's lap moving through the, the cinema seats trying to get to my seat. I've never touched somebody else in the gym unless I meant to. So I was a bit miffed at that and I couldn't really see the logic behind it. But I guess it all comes down to the economy and opening things up to get the economy moving again. And them sorts of things there are where the money is for the economy, I guess. Going back to being a snob though, I'm not a snob in the slightest, like I said, unless it comes to coffee. And I've actually found some of the best coffee ever recently. And it's found in Lidl's of all places. £2.25 for um, the whole pack. One was Guatemalan and it was full-bodied, spicy, with a hint of blackberry, which was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal, that one. And the other one was an Indian roast. I never had an Indian roast before. I didn't know there was an Indian roast of coffee. They're both strength for amazing. The Guatemalan's more tasty than the Indian. The Indian one is the one you have if you haven't had a shit for a while. You have a cup of coffee and you're on the toilet. No problem. But the Guatemalan one was definitely the most tasty. And for £2.25 in, in Lidl's, every city's got a Lidl's. So you can go and get that whenever you want. I've also got a, a packet of Taylor's in the um in the cupboard i think it's called the lazy sunday roast and it's missing it's just lacking that punch some coffees have got that real punch power you know when you have it and it just goes boom and it hits you straight in the face the tailors of harrogate doesn't have that punch power 
it's tasty, but I judge a coffee by if it smells like mud, if it's got a good if it's got a good layer on the top, a good golden layer, and it smells like mud, you're probably gonna have a good coffee. The Taylor's a Harrogate one, doesn't smell like mud, doesn't have much of a layer on the top, and it is not packing the punch, or at least not packing the same punch as the Lidl's one, the Deluxe, I think it's called Deluxe. So that is absolutely unbelievable, that coffee. And if you are a coffee fan, I highly recommend you go and you get some deluxe coffee from Lidl's for £2.25 and you treat your taste buds. They've got a whole different range in there. Guatemalan, Indian, Costa Rican, Ethiopian. My favourite is the Ethiopian, but a Guatemalan one hit me different. So if you're a coffee connoisseur, go try it. Nothing worse is there when you go to your mate's house and they say that they're a, they're a coffee lover coffee connoisseur and they say do you want a coffee you go yeah 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 and they bang out a Nescafe in a tin it's heartbreaking it's truly heartbreaking what else has been going on in the world of me we just sold our house actually at the time of recording this we sold our house yesterday and I hope I'm not jinxing it going forward but house is sold off the market going to view potentially our forever home today which would be lovely Hannah's at work, I get to go and do the look around and I get to make the final decision and do the bartering. I'm quite good at that. I am, um, well actually Hannah's good at it. I'm a bit of a pussy. I just say, yeah, yeah, yeah have it for that. Um, we'll, we'll take it for that price. But Hannah's quite good at, at bartering. But I've learned from her, I've learned from the one of the very best in the business to barter. So that's good. Gonna go and do that in a little while. What else has been going on? That's about it, I think. It's all been quiet, really. Obviously, we've been busy behind the scenes getting the programme sorted for when we get back into the gym for our clients, keeping our clients busy, making sure they're okay. Other than that, it's been pretty straightforward, pretty simple. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see on my story, I quite often ask for questions to come in so I can answer the questions on the podcast when I get round to it. So I've got three questions here that I'm going to go through and I think they're quite good questions. I've handpicked them to be the best questions that have come in simply because I think everyone can relate to them. So two are probably like fitness related and the other one is just random. So the first one is, do you have a routine? If so, what is it? Now I can only assume by that you mean um, a routine that I stick to daily or try to stick to daily to make life better for myself and yes I do unless I'm super busy snowed under with work what I what my routine will be is wake up take the dog out get my steps in because usually if I've got a day off I'm at home I'm at the laptop I'm sedentary so I know I'm not going to be very active so I'll try and get all my activity done nice and early so if I do have a bit of a lazy day at the computer it's not so bad so I'll wake up take Hannah to work, take the dog for a walk, get my steps in. I will then come back, have a coffee, and I've started to implement some positive changes. So I've, I'm not going on social media now until I've done at least one thing which is constructive or productive. So no social media until I've done at least one thing which is constructive or productive. Otherwise you spend the whole day scrolling needlessly and aimlessly and there's nothing worse for me than waking up looking straight on Facebook, seeing some fucking dickhead arguing with another dickhead and immediately cortisol levels are through the roof. I'm stressed. My day started horrendously. 
So I'm putting social media on a shelf for a minute, which I've only actually been implementing the last couple of days, but it's worked out that I've had very productive mornings so far and I've not actually found myself reaching for my phone, which is quite nice because usually I would be doing something, I'd have something in my mind that I've got to do and then I'd look at my phone, get sidetracked and that's it, that job doesn't get done or i push myself into a corner with a deadline and then flap and panic. So that's, been, that's had a real positive impact on me. So dog walk, steps, activity up, come back, have a coffee. I'll just, I'll just sit in the garden. I'll put my phones away. I'll sit in the garden. I'll read my book, like 15, 20 minutes of my book. I'll read a chapter of the book. I'm currently reading Why We Sleep by Professor Matthew Walker. And if you haven't read that, I recommend and suggest you do. It is life-changing sit and read a chapter of that or so and then if I've got the time I'll stretch stretching to me in the morning is one of the best ways to start the day it feels like it's, it's a bit hippie-ish but all your negative energy leaves you you open yourself up you're fluid you feel productive it's a good good way to start a day so activity coffee read of the book stretch and just put some time into like myself before the day takes off. I try to be at the laptop between half nine and ten. I try to get everything done before ten, so I can then spend the rest of the day doing what I need to do. Excuse me, I was on a radio burp then. So that's my routine. Obviously, it varies from day to day because I've got a full time job still, so I can't really make time for that when I've got a busy day at work. Next question. This is an interesting one, and this is one that I really want to talk about. How did you stay motivated when motivation seemed low through the lockdown? And if I'm honest, I didn't. I struggled. I'm still struggling to be motivated now. Every ounce of motivation that I have goes into making sure my clients stay motivated and my clients stay on track. The motivation for myself is, I'm not joking, it's probably at an all-time low. A few weeks or or probably a couple of months ago now, we'd done Hell Week with the Essence Rogues and then my motivation was at an all-time high. It's been up and down through the lockdown period and I guess that's just the effect that the whole situation had on my mental health. But at the moment, sat here talking into this microphone now, my motivation's at an all-time low. I'm heavy weight-wise, not the heaviest I've ever been, but not the lightest I've ever been. I'm in a... A comfortable place where I, I know I can I can shift the unneeded fat in in no time but it's when I choose to dial in and get it moving and the main take-home point from that is it is okay to not have motivation it's all right to have an off day or an off week it's okay to take your foot off the gas every so often and recharge nothing bad is going to happen from having a day off and this, I said this to my friend Charlie the other day actually she's a personal trainer as well you know, as a personal trainer or a coach now with social media influence, it's there's such a high pressure to constantly be on your social media, constantly be this positive and influential person. But it's so unrealistic because we're still human, no matter what goes on our Instagram or goes on our Facebook, we're still human beings. So we still have the same feelings that everyone else does. And it is all right to, to feel shit about yourself. It is all right to have a day off. It's all right to have a day where you don't post and you sit on the sofa all day in, in a tracksuit if you want to. There's no harm in that. And it's no different for anybody. If you want to have a day off, if you're feeling shit about yourself, that's okay. 
No one can, can blame you. No one can say anything to you. Take time off, recharge, disconnect, and you know, go again. But motivation for me is low at the moment. I'm pretty sure when the gyms are back open, I'll have a new fire which has been ignited because once I'm back in the gym, I've got structure in my life, it's a bit easier. And like I said, my motivation at the moment is going towards making sure the people who pay me money on a monthly basis are motivated, they've got structure and they're getting the results that they've approached me for. And the last question, which is not fitness related or sort of motivation related, but it is where is the first place you plan to go when you possibly can? And I assume that that is meant by going abroad or getting on a jet plane and getting the hell out of here. Because uh, obviously we went to Weymouth, which is not the same. But I plan to go to Tenerife, Tenerife in the Canary Islands. We were due to go to Mexico for our honeymoon uh, in May this year, but obviously that didn't happen global pandemic and that so we had to reschedule that for may next year so i thought it'd be quite nice for myself and hannah to take a jet plane out of here and go to visit tenerife because i do like tenerife and looking around it's relatively cheap but i'm reluctant to book anything just yet because our government like to make plans and change the goalposts they're good at that aren't they they are good at that or they're good at having four weeks worth of prior warning about something that could be happening and then just acting on it when it's a little bit too late they're good at that so i'm reluctant to put my money into the economy or too much money into the economy just yet just in case anything doesn't go in our favor so we'll see what happens but that's just me if you want to travel that's up to you just be careful make sure you get a good insurance on it and that i think is it i'm gonna wrap it up there podcast number two for chatting shit and getting fit i'm gonna try and get hannah on a um on a podcast and talk about relationships more so being in a relationship with me when i'm a bit of a weirdo so thanks for listening thanks for tuning in and if you're still with me thanks for getting this far please tell your family tell your friends about the podcast like and share it on all your platforms follow all my social medias at rick aldridge pt on instagram and twitter and rick aldridge on facey b that's the Facebook. So like I said, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being you.